like a dog with its favorite bone, the Trump administration is still making the case for a merger of the Office of Personnel Management with the General Services Administration. Even as it acknowledged it can't do much until the National Academy of Public Administration finishes a year-long study. That didn't stop the White House from requesting $70 million to pay for the OPM-GSA merger. The administration says it'll use the money to buy new IT equipment, integrate OPM systems into GSAs, and move staff. Federal News Network's Nicole Grisco joins me now to walk us through the latest details. And, Nicole, how can they say they're waiting a year when they're going to move the people, the systems, and all the money? Well, that's the the imminent question, Tom. Um, It's unclear exactly why the administration put this in the 2021 budget request, but it has acknowledged, yes, we know there is a study that the National Academy of Public Administration is supposed to do. That study will take a year, and yes, we will need uh, legislation, most likely, to make any kind of merger happen. So they've presented those caveats, I think. However, we still see the OPM budget request inside the GSA request, and there's a few interesting pieces to it, namely the $70 million that you mentioned. It's in no-year appropriation, so this is probably something that maybe probably wouldn't even happen in 2021 and might not happen in 2022. It might take several years, if it happens at all, to get off the ground, but the administration is requesting that, and the funding will be used, like you mentioned, to analyze some of these systems that OPM has, some of their business processes, try to incorporate them into GSA, which they say will be a complex effort that must be appropriately resourced, giving the mounting technical debt and challenges that OPM has faced in modernizing and securing its IT infrastructure that will continue to deepen, the administration says, in that budget request. And just let me ask you, if I can interrupt for just a second, Didn't Congress already say no to this for fiscal 2020 that we're in now? They did say no to it. And they said that specifically that no part of OPM can be moved, at least no statutory part of OPM can be moved to GSA, to the executive office of the president, to OMB, wherever, until NAPA completes the study. So, There's a little bit of mixed messages here, I think, about, you know, what the law says, what the Trump administration wants. But nonetheless, they've made a 70 million dollar request for this merger. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. And is that money for GSA? And if so, what about OPM's budget request? The money would be for the money would be for GSA. And interestingly enough, Last year, the administration requested $50 million for the merger. So somehow they've determined that they need more money to make this happen if and when it actually does happen. But if you look at OPM's budget request, everything looks a little smaller, and that's mostly because the National Background Investigations Bureau is gone and is now the Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency within the Pentagon. So OPM expects that they're still going to see that budget shortfall that they experienced last year because of the NBIB move. And this time, they're estimating it at about $60 million as a result of the NBIB transfer. And to mitigate the shortfall in 2021, they've asked for $25 million to help them alleviate that. They're going to continue to have these interagency agreements with DOD. DOD will buy back some OPM services that it previously used when it was NBIB. So that's another piece to the puzzle. And then the final piece, I think, to bring up, Tom, is the budget mentions that OPM will experience a $5 million increase in rent to cover different things. And they mention 
one, the cost of rent will go up due to a recent vocation of OPM's delegation of authority over their building downtown in D.C., and that authority is going to the General Services Administration, we've learned. And so there seems to be a little bit of, of moving pieces when it comes to the management of OPM's facility. Wow. So they're going to pull the rug out from under them, literally, possibly, GSA from under OPM. What else is going on with the buildings and all of that? Yeah, so this is kind of tricky. We learned about this over the summer. And, you know, since then, we've learned that GSA told OPM in July that it planned to revoke the delegation of authority for the operations and maintenance of the Teddy Roosevelt building in uh, downtown D.C., OPM has other buildings. They have one out in Charlottesville, Virginia. That's where the Federal Executive Institute building is. And it appears that GSA isn't interested in that one. But GSA tells me that the plan to assume responsibility for the TRB, as it's known, will happen in October later this year. And that that delegation of authority was rescinded at the request of the then acting OPM director, who at that point was Margaret Weikert. She was serving in a dual capacity at that point as uh, OPM director and uh, deputy director for management at OMB, and she's leaving in a few weeks. But she left a couple little IEDs behind, if you're looking at it from a federal bureaucratic standpoint. Well, potentially. And when I asked GSA about whether or not this move would result in any cost efficiencies or other further reductions for OPM or GSA or just government in general— GSA said that it was conducting a housing study for the building, and it'll determine what opportunities might be out there to better utilize some of the space currently assigned to OPM and to identify blocks of space within that building that might be leased out to other agencies or other entities. So there's a couple of moving pieces with this, and I still I think we're going to hear a little bit more about it. I guess you could say it doesn't really matter that much if GSA manages OPM buildings. It would not be unprecedented for a building to be under management by GSA. That's exactly right. It would not be unprecedented. And GSA does this often for other agencies. I think it depends on how you look at it. So the TRB in D.C. is already under the custody and jurisdiction of the General Services Administration. GSA has the statutory authority to operate and maintain the building if it wants or delegate those responsibilities to the agency that's housed there, in that case, OPM. And another piece of this is NBIB is still in that building, and <laughs> or as they're now known, DCSA, the Pentagon, a part of the Pentagon, is in this building that we're talking about. And so GSA made the point that they rarely allow the operation and maintenance of multi-tenant buildings to be delegated. So in that case, they're arguing well, you have another agency here. OPM shouldn't manage it in the first place. We should. I think there are some differences of opinion in this. I mean, you could argue, well, does the delegation of authority for this building back to GSA matter, given the whole grand scheme with the proposed merger? I think it's a little too soon to tell, but we do know that this is happening, and this will be a change that GSA says will happen later this fall. Wow. I guess you could say that if having management ability over one agency's building was a precursor to a merger, there would be only one federal agency. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think DOD is moving to GSA anytime soon. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out all of her coverage of this at federalnewsnetwork.com. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. 
By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.